everybody and welcome back to Wake Up and Grow. I am your host, Natalie Bittinger. Uh, I trust that you all had a good Christmas and good New Year's. I know I did while I was out with family. Today I'm going to be covering the topic of operating within God's will and how important that is. Um, but first, the tea of the day is apple cinnamon, a good one for the holidays if you're into cinnamon. And then I'd like to read our topic slash focus verse, which is Psalm chapter 127 verse 1, which says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Now, before hopping into the the importance of why it is so important that we follow God's will, I think we should understand what the will of God is. So I'm going to read a couple verses that kind of pertain to that. And the first one is Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, which is just a single part of the Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, yeah, within that part of the prayer, we see that God's will is done in heaven due to his sovereign and almighty power. He created heaven and earth. He rules both. When Jesus is quoting the Lord's Prayer to his disciples, this verse is implying that we should prefer God's will over our own, just as it is done in heaven. And then over in John, chapter 4, verse 34. We see Jesus saying, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Jesus describes God's will as satisfying and nourishing, comparing it to food, which is satisfying and nourishing to our bodies. God's will is that satisfying and nourishing, not just to our bodies, but more specifically to our spirit um, and our soul. And then just two chapters over in John chapter 6 verses 38 through 40 Jesus says for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will but to do the will of him who sent me and this is the will of him who sent me that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me but raise it up on the last day for this is the will of my father that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So, Jesus is talking about the will and the mission, uh, the mission that he has been given by God. And that mission for Jesus, at least, was that he wouldn't lose 
a single soul um, that has been given to him. His mission is kind of really boiled down in verse 40 a little uh, more. And that is that all should be saved and receive eternal life and will go to heaven and be raised to life by Jesus. So if Jesus' mission must be carried out, therefore our mission should be carried out as well. And just to clarify, everyone's mission or the will that God or the things that God would will us to do is a little different. It's all general. There's a general similarity, which is to bring others to Christ. But that looks different for everybody on how we do that. If we go over to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, we see the writer saying, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, and by testing, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. God's will is described as, quote, what is good and acceptable and perfect, unquote. And that's a very general umbrella that his will can fit under, like I said before. every Everyone has this general mission, which is to bring more souls to salvation to Jesus Christ. But how we do that is different based off of our own personal skills and the will of God and how he would have us use those to speak to the people around us. So now that we've covered what the will of God is in a general sense, Let's get into why it's important to follow God's will in the first place. I've already covered that God's will is, quote, what is good and acceptable and perfect and perfect in Romans 12, 2, what I just read. And what this means is that God's will for our life, for others' lives, is perfect and without flaw. As humans, we make mistakes in our decisions. I think we can all agree that, yeah, we've made a mistake or two <laughs> in our lives. But these mistakes in our decisions can cause unwanted consequences to ourselves and to others. We're not the only ones affected by the decisions we make. However, because God isn't human, he doesn't make mistakes. Therefore, the choices he makes, or the things and actions he would have us do, are the right ones that have the consequences and outcomes that he would have. But, that doesn't always happen 
as in we don't always make the choices that he would have us make because we have free will. We are not puppets on a string or robots controlled with a remote control or something. So we can choose whether or not to follow God's will or our own. But God knows what is best for you, me, and those around us that will be affected by our decisions. He also knows how we, as Christians, can minister to those around us. Um, like I said before, he, God, he knows how he can use our talents and our abilities to reach to those around us, where we live, work, or go to school. The, the people that you're around at any given moment in time, those people and that place is your mission field. And obeying God and his will for you and your actions is the best way to minister to them. It may be as simple as going up to someone in line at, uh, I don't know, KFC and offering to pay for their meal. Or it could be something as big as going down to the altar when you see someone go down there and praying with them. It, it could be literally anything. God works in multiple different ways through multiple different people. As a caution, any action that we do that is not within the will of God is pointless and for nothing. Even if that action itself is not a sinful or bad action. For example, if you travel to an area of the world that is poor and desolate to build a church for the Christians in that community, that's great. That's awesome. There's nothing wrong or sinful about that. But what if God's will for you is instead to go into people's homes and grow the church body before you grow the church building? If that's God's will and you instead build that building, that building's going to be kind of pointless if there's no one to fill it. Often, because we are human, because we have sinful nature, because we are born into sinful nature, our will is often selfish in its intentions, even if the actions themselves are good and upright actions. We can unintentionally or intentionally be attention-seeking in our kind actions at times, seeking to build our personal kingdom before we build up God's, and that's not right. That's when it becomes sin. Is when we go against what God is wanting us to do. 
I know this episode was a short one, um, but I think the message within it is still powerful. So as we begin this new year of 2022, I encourage you to take stock of your intentions and your actions and figure out if they are in line with God's will. And if you're unsure if they are, simply ask. God will let you know what his will is for you in that moment. He doesn't leave his children in the dark. I again want to thank you for listening and remind you that Wake Up and Grow releases episodes bi-weekly. That's every other Monday. And I encourage you to give Wake Up and Grow a follow on Instagram at wugpod. That's spelled W-U-G-P-O-D. And go find Wake Up and Grow on Facebook. Again, I'm Natalie Bittinger, and this has been Wake Up and Grow.